So, you know, whenever, whenever you learn, the truth is, whenever you learn Tyra, but especially Chesidosh uh, Svarim, you always have to remember there are three, three things to keep in mind. Number one is that you're trying to learn Tyra, right? So you're trying to amass knowledge, connect the Rabbanu Shalom in that information, Tyra. And then there's connecting to the Tzaddik himself that's, given, that's saying this Tyra. So we're doing Makash ourselves to the Nebuchadnezzar himself. And then there's the practicality of like what you can take away from the Torah, what you can come out in, in, in your own personal life. It's, in parentheses, that's the Chabad, Chagas, Nahi system of learning. Chabad is like the information that you learn in the Torah itself. Chagas is the, the heart, the person that's saying it. And the Nahi, that's the Chagisai, that's the practicality that you can come with it. So this piece is going to be no different. You know, I mentioned last week that Nabi Lamelech is, is called the Sifran Shal Tzadikim. Because not every piece is talking about the Tzadik and the Tzadik Savaida. So this is going to be a classic example of that, but the you know the 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 objective is like I said at the end also to take away something that we could uh, connect ourselves to, and the void of the tzaddik. So the page that you have in front of you, so on the right side, Oye Yomer. So he's going on the first pasuk in the in the parsha, that Hashem appeared to Avram in Eloine Mamre, who Yosef Pesachah and Avram Avinu standing. Yeah, he's sitting by the uh, by the door of the tent in the heat of the day, right? That's the how the parsha begins. So the Ramel says like this: Dine, Hagam Sha'anar Eshkel Mamre. We know it's called Eloine Mamre. Mamre was one of the three close friends of Avram Avinu. Anar Eshkel and Mamre. And the reason why it's called Eloine Mamre in particular, because we know Chazal say that when he was given the mitzvah of Brismila, so he asked Anar Eshkel Mamre what they thought about it, and Anar uh, and Eshkel said, it's probably not a good idea. And Mamre said, Hashem oh, said to do it, you should do it. So, in the, and that's chus, it's called Eloine Mamre. But Rimel says like this, hagam mamre bris avram. So even though these three people were friends with Avram Avinu, they had a relationship with him, so they certainly were not simple people. Afal pikin hoikananim. At the end of the day, they were still Goyim. And therefore the Pasuk is itself asking its own question. That Hashem should appear to Avram Avinu and Elayim Amrei. It's one that Avram Avinu served, uh, deserved obviously to have a conversation with the Rabbani Shalom, to have Hashrash But the place that Hashrash happens is also uh, significant. It should happen in a place of Elayim Amrei, a place that's named after a guy, that's the, um, that's the house of the guy, and so on. What's a loimer? Now, there's a pasuk is asking its own question. Hey, Chavsher, she Yisra Shemitz Baruch Elo by Loni Mamre. How could it be that the Rebbeinu Shlom should appear to him? Tavram Avinu Loni Mamre Shaim in Aknanim. Ve'ena Kadosh Baruch Hu Ma'ashur Shchinasa Ibamakam Goyim. It doesn't make sense. The Rebbeinu Shlom should should reveal his presence. Should have a Shras Shchina in a place of Goyim. See, here in this, the question is also like Pchlal and Chutzlarts, right? All of Chutzlarts is called, uh, in Eretz Yisrael, he was in Eretz Yisrael. So in Eretz Yisrael, there's a place that's called Anamay Mamre. It's Al Shema Gai. But in America, the, the whole country is Al Shema Gai. The whole, everything outside of Eretz Yisrael is Al Shema Gai. So the question is, how could the Shechina reside in a place of, uh, that's called by the Canaan, that's called by Gai? <coughs> so Vamra Kasev, the Pasuk therefore answers, Al Titmalzeh. It's not such a shocking thing. Why? Ki v'hu Yoshev Pesach Ha'el. Because Avram Avinu was sitting by the door of the tent. What does that mean? Pirish. Shekein derech ha-tzadik. This is the way of the tzadik. Hagam shulamat. Even though it might seem like Avram Avinu is living in a line of Mamre. Avol ikri yishivasa. But where is the mind of the tzadik? Where is he really living? Hulamala ba'il masayayinim. That's where the tzadik is living. It's a big claw from the Baal Shem. And it's used all the time in this farm. That wherever a person's thoughts are, 
that's where you are. You might physically be found in a particular spot, but if your mind, if your machshav is in a different place, that's where you are. Again, it's a famous mice with the Radit right? After davening, he goes over to Yid and he says, welcome back from Leipzig. And the guy's like, I was never in Leipzig in my life. No, during Shemunetsu, you're in Leipzig. So I'm welcoming you back, right? So wherever a person's mind is, that's where, that's where you are. So where's Avram Avinu? You think he's in Alayin Mamre? Avram Avinu is in Alayin Mamre. He's connected with Rabbi Nishlam. He's in a good place. That's where he is. The Heim Nekroyim, the Oil Masal Yonim, the higher world is called Oil Mayr, the tent of meeting. Why? Machma Shem Tamid Bechedva Vesimcha. Why is the higher world called the Oil Mayr, the tent of Mayr? Mayr means Yantif. In the Oil Masal Yonim, it's always Yantif. See, the Pesach Shwasuk is, it's always a Yantif. Kamayam Taivim. That's why, by the way, just on the side, that's why we do find this Indian by the Tzadikim, and even by the Sradish and Kobalim, it has its roots in. in in the system of the Rashash, that there is such an Indian where on a random Tuesday, the Tzaddikim were able to connect themselves to a Yantif. You find this Adayayim by a certain Tzaddikim that like on a ragged, like a, a Mincha on a Wednesday afternoon, they'll start singing like Yom Neroim Nigunim by Mincha because they're, they're being makash themselves to the light of Yantif at that time because in the higher world, it's Kula Yantif. It's always Yantif. It's Oil Mayit. It's Oil Mayit. And so where's Avram Avinu? He's Yoshev Pesach he look, it looks like he's an Eleni Mamre. He's not. He's sitting by the tent. He's sitting by the oil mite. He's sitting by the oil masayayinim. But tzaddik hamishtoikik tamid imachshavtai. And a tzaddik who's always longing with his mind. And, and always has the struggle of reminding himself that he's not here, but he's, he wants to be somewhere else. By the way, this is an interesting thing that he puts in. That the tzaddik is mishtoikik. In other words, even sometimes, even the tzaddik can't always like you know, be in two places at once in that way of like mamish being there, but at least he wants to be. That's where he puts his address. That's where he wants to be. So, Nikra Yoshev Pesachayel. That's called, you're not living here, that's called living by the Pesachal. That's called living uh, in the Olam Masal uh, This is, by the way, something you find in the writings of Rav Kook, who's very much Eretz Rav Kook asks a question. He says, how could a Jew have any Madragas outside of Eretz Yisrael? Like, how's it, you know, <laughs> it's all, uh, it's a Lenny Mamre. So he says that if a, if a person is mishtaikik, if you think about Eretz Yisrael and you want to be in Eretz Yisrael, and you know you, you imagine as if you're there sometimes, and that's cool being in Eretz Yisrael. And then even if you're physically in Lani Mamre, really we, where you are is Pesach Oil. Vim Timer. Then the pasuk continues. Kechayim Ayayim, the heat of the day, right? Vim Timer. So then you're going to ask, How's this possible to be in two places at once? How's it possible that your body should be in Lani Mamre? And your neshama should also be in Eloi Mamre, you're alive, right? But yet there's a part of you that's in Eloi Mosul So where are you? Like, how can you be in two places? So therefore, to this the Pasuk responds, I'll bring you a simple raya of such a thing. You could have something that is in one place, and yet you experience it somewhere else. It's the heat of the day. What does that mean? Hainu, That's how the Hebrew made the world, with the sun. It's a long distance away, millions of miles away, right? The the but its light gives life and, and, and causes light down on planet Earth. So if you were to ask someone that you know doesn't know much about anything, and you to say like, where is this light coming from? They would probably tell you it's got to be somewhere on planet Earth. It's got to be uh, you know some big light bulb somewhere here. But the answer is no. It's coming from millions of miles away. So the sun is there. That's where the root of the light is. But yet the light is experienced 100% down here as if it was coming from here. So you use such a phenomenon. The Rebbe made the world in such a way that a person can be in two places at once. There's a part of you which is up there. That's the acre part of who you are. And from that place, you could shed light and enliven this place. But it doesn't mean you have to be here. I mean, you, could, you could be somewhere else and still have an effect on other places, just like the sun. Between Gili and Etzel. Like, the Shemesh already has... 
Right, right. Right, the etzim is somewhere wherever your mind is, but your impact and your influence, just like the light of the sun, can have an effect down here as well. It could, it could be your primary uh, uh, revelation, your primarily, primarily place in which you are revealed is down here, right? That's where everyone sees you, but where are you? Etzim. And the truth is, is more than that. Giving this mashal with the sun, that's where the sun should be, right? In other words, if this, the sun is functioning as a sun because it's a million miles away. It has to be in its spot. When it's in its spot, then it could properly give life to planet Earth. But if the sun comes to planet Earth, then guess what? That's not what you want, right? So that, that it's the same thing by over here. The tzaddik is the tzaddik because he's living in oil might. Because he's in oil might, then he could be mashpian on her eshkel mamrei But if the tzaddik lowers himself to this place, then guess what? He's not a tzaddik anymore. And so the whole thing is on their mind. So he says... <clears throat> Uh, uh, take a look from the sun again it's in heaven and it's light uh, you know shines down here and it would seem like to, if you didn't know any better you would think that the sun is down here so the tzaddik is like the heat of the day it's down here but the light of his Torah and his Kedushim is uh, shining in the higher world it's interesting, the way he puts it is like, the, he's here, but his light is shining above. I was thinking the opposite, right? That he's really above and his light is shining down here. I guess it's both ways. I'm not sure. Okay. V'zel, that's the meaning of the Pasuk. Ashrei tivchar v'sikrav yishken chatzirecha. Praiseworthy is someone who chooses to dwell in your chatzir, in your courtyard. What's the lawyer? What does that mean? He's not, uh, the person is choosing. Every, every single one of us can make that choice. And sometimes you think like, I can only be in one, you know, I'm stuck to be here, I have to be there, and so on. You could be wherever your mind is. Your body is wherever it is, but your mind is your mind is free to go wherever wherever it wants to be. So if you makash yourself to that place, then that's called Avram Avinu, and that's Kachem Hayam. Hashem Yisrael gave us that ability to uh, be in, in two places at once. They say a uh, story with the with the Baal Shantav, also similar to this that there was a Maisa that uh, was by Tikin Chatzais. It was in Chatzais time, and there was a. Uh, a chassid that was uh, coming to shul for taking chatzais, he was passing by the Baal Shem Tov's house, and he saw the Baal Shem Tov was at home, and he was like having l'chaim, like having uh, just by himself, but he seemed to be he was smiling in a good mood. Okay, it's funny, taking chatzais, it's time for taking chatzais. And he goes to shul, the Baal Shem Tov is at shul, crying in, on the floor. And he was like, it's shul before him. So it's like, how'd that happen? So he quickly runs back to the Baal Shem Tov's house, and the Baal Shem Tov is at home, and he's having a l'chaim. Like, so let's go. What's going on over here? So this is what they said. They confronted Baal Shem's after. And he said, listen, Tikkun Chatzais is two parts. It's Tikkun Rachel and Tikkun Leia. Tikkun Rachel is a brachin that's crying, that's sad. Tikkun Leia is, uh, is Simcha Tik. So, he said, you, don't know, you can't be in two places at once. There's a part of that's B'Simcha. There's a part of that's B'Tzar. So they can, can do such a thing. So that's a, that's a pretty good trick. But uh, at least in this way, that's something that, that at least we can do. Wherever you are, if you try to think that you're in a good place, you want to be in a good place, then you are in a good place. Okay, Shkayach. Shabbos, everyone.